Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome uh, to a Wednesday here on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon's with me, as he is every single day, from noon until 2, talking local sports with you. Uh, Lots to get to today, one day that's uh, opening day eve, if you will, except if you're in Cincinnati, the game in Cincy has already been postponed. Opening day not going to happen uh, in Cincinnati tomorrow, they will push that one back until Fridays. They host the Nats, but uh, we will do some baseball today. As we mentioned, we've been uh, kind of taking a look at the local teams, if you will. Today, the Cardinals are in the spotlight. Now, you Cubs fans that thought you were going to hear from David Kaplan today, you're going to have to wait another day. Cappy had to move until Thursday. Andy Garman, however, was in Arizona last week uh, doing spring training with the uh, Cubs, and uh, he will slide on in here at 1220. We'll get the latest from KCCI Sports Director. Uh, He's our first guest of the program. Scott Dockerman's going to chime in at 1240. Iowa held their pro day on Monday. They had uh, press conferences yesterday with defensive coaches and the uh, Iowa media had an opportunity to watch I think 25 minutes of practice this morning so we'll pick Doc's brain on those three topics amongst some other things and then the one o'clock hour John Walter stops by pro day yesterday for Iowa State Uh, we will get uh, his thoughts on that and get his thoughts on spring football uh, with John Walters, and then the Cardinals in the spotlight at uh, 140. Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com. Uh, he spent most of the month of March uh, in Jupiter, Florida, watching the Cardinals go through their spring paces. To me, the biggest story for them is all the pitching that will begin on the DL. Uh, Reyes is, I guess, maybe Memorial Day, Trent. Yeah. Tar- What's that? End of May. Back with the big league club at that point is that yeah what? that's the plan I think right. maybe even earlier than that but they're 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 going to be very cautious with him I mean you have you to be. absolutely remember 2016 oh he, he was dynamic salivating what this kid yeah. could become right and well as we see a lot mm-hmm. sometimes those arms just are not built to that's throw true. like that. And a year ago this time, about it got him and uh, mm-hmm. forced him to miss the entire 2017 uh, uh, season. But uh, we will uh, hopefully see. And for Cardinal fans, you need Reyes on the field. You, you absolutely do. Yeah, they need that depth. And Wayne Wright, you know, he's already starting on mm-hmm. the DL. That's going to be... Breaks in their closer. Right. It, it's uh, a rough start already yeah. to the season for the Cards. And, and you're right. They, they need a guy like Reyes. So are you ready for baseball? We're going to have the earliest start ever. Yeah, we are. March the 29th, opening day. Feels Why? a lot. It does feel a lot. Why? What's the rush, do you think? Do you well, know? because they have built in more off days for the players. Oh, that, that was part of the... Collective bargaining? Yep, collective bargaining, yep. more off days in there to do that. Well, now, either... you, did you, do you remember, I think it was last year, Trent, that they thought about um, making Monday kind of a unique day. Do you, you were probably too young for this, but Monday Night Baseball on ABC oh, yeah, in the yeah. 80s with yes. Al Michaels. Yep. That was a thing. Absolutely. 
it was huge. I mean, and and Major League Baseball, one of the ideas that was kicked around last year at some point was one game only on Monday. Mm -hmm. So the nation focuses on on Monday night's baseball night. We're already programmed in the fall at Monday night's special. Now it's not what it once was, but it's still pretty good. It's time to get even or even worse (laughs) for a lot of people. I've been there a time or two. I'm sure you have. so and I liked that idea. I really did. I thought, you know, that's going to be good for the remaining 28 clubs that they get to, you know, whatever, have that built-in day off and every now and then they're in the spotlight on that Monday, but uh I guess that's not happening, but they are building in more days off uh, yeah. according to the collective bargaining agreement. And and it was either, well, do you start a little earlier, you push things back, and you don't want to play World Series games in November against football. Often against football. I think it makes sense. I it, do, too, now that you mention it. And, and I, I get a kick. I was listening to Tony Kornheiser on my way in. and he, Well, why can't everybody— well, How do you get him? Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, gotcha. he has a podcast now. And he was talking to Tim Kirchin. Why can't—would they just start all the games in the Dome? And I'm thinking to myself, Tony, I mean, there aren't 15 Dome stadiums anymore. Right. Some teams are going to have to start in cold weather. It's just uh-huh. the reality. I mean, what what's left with retractable roofs or domes or that are in the South? I mean, you got the Floridas— uh, Texas, excellent question. You know, Trent the Californians, but mm-hmm. it's not 15. It's not half the teams, right? No, you could both, both, um, both West divisions could host teams from other divisions. But even San Francisco, San Francisco, Oakland, I mean. It could be cool, could, but you're not going to get snow. Snow, right. Yeah, that that's the difference. And Cincinnati, they're, they're already they're up, already postponed. They're already postponed. Twins are starting in Baltimore. Which is not, not perfect. But. <laughs> right. Not going to be beautiful. It just—it's not realistic. No, it's not. Unfortunately. So I, I but I—he's not the only one I've heard try to bring that up. Well, you so can't. What, what's left for domes? Toronto, Tampa Bay, um, Seattle has retractable. Do they? Yeah. Are you See, sure? Milwaukee's retractable. Milwaukee. I don't think Seattle is. So. Milwaukee is for sure. Let's see here. Arizona is retractable. A, re- a retractable umbrella, whatever that means. Yeah, I don't think it's a full blown roof, but it goes in and it covers the field. Yeah. So, okay. So the fans screw you. We're gonna keep the players <laughs> right, dry. Right. It goes. Yeah, it goes. And basically, everybody on the left side of the. Uh, okay. Yeah, you you better go to the right side, or you're gonna get poured out. So Arizona's one, uh, but uh, yeah. you know you can play games you know, in Arizona in uh, March slash April and be fine. It's it's the summer months that you yes. want the dome over your head and not for rain. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's about the heat with mm-hmm. that one. So, I just and, and the other thing is now with the format the way it's set up where you play so many divisional games. Well, if you're having all these cold weather teams play their one time yeah, in that's Florida, a good point. your one time in Texas, your one time in California. You're going to backload that schedule. Right. Which then, isn't bad. If, you know, on one hand, if, you're, if it's coming down to a race and you'd rather go head-to-head with the team you're trying to outfinish, I right, guess. Or, yeah. I don't know. But it, it, look, it's, it's going to be a fun season. Um, we, it, It's just weird that we are starting in <laughs> right. March. I mean, we've started in March before, but it was a game in Japan. Yes. Or it was sun, the final Sunday night of the month of March, and that would be the lid lifter on the baseball mm-hmm. season, right? Remember when Cincinnati, historically... Was opening day. 11.05 Central. 11.05 Central was the the start of Major League Baseball season. Then they go to Detroit uh, seemingly within about an hour after that and and work their way around. But uh, things are changed. Yes. Uh, A couple of media notes I wanted to bring up with you. One of them is baseball related. I don't know if if you saw this one. I think it's going to disappoint you. Uh Uh-oh. 
Um, I guess let's start there. Um, Twins are on Fox Sports North, FSN. Yes, yes. One of the aspects of the telecast that uh, fans, I guess you got to be a Twins fan to really appreciate and really love this Mm -hmm. aspect of the Twins broadcast. But Circle Me Bert became such a huge thing, right? Absolutely. Fans bringing signs to the stands or to the game. Circle Me Bert, and sometimes Bert would find you and he'd circle in. If he circled you, Minnesota Lottery would show up and they'd give you a quick on-camera interview and they'd yep. give you some lottery tickets. Absolutely. Last summer, took Ella to her first ever Did Major you have League a Circle Me Burt sign? We made a Circle Me Burt sign. Your fan base is so weird. <laughs> Minnesota's weird in general. That's yeah, a, I guess. You cross the border. There's some odd ducks. You're getting too close to Canada, I think, hey. is what it is. Uh, but it's over. They're not going to circle me, Bird, anymore. I don't. I didn't see a reason. No reason behind it. Yep. I don't know if it's lottery related that they the lottery tickets are getting in the wrong hands. I don't know if, you know, if uh, there was some legalities there that got involved. But look, I watched a ton of Twins baseball over the years, and mm-hmm. it's not that I waited for it, but you know, I, I very quickly. Oh, there's Circle Me Bird. It's out of the way. Yeah. Let's get back to the broadcast. <laughs> Absolutely. But why has Circle Me Bird gone away, Trenton? Will you miss it? Uh, well, it's gone away because the Minnesota Lottery has changed what they're promoting. So instead of Circle Me Bird. They have another promotion so this that was they're a, doing. Oh, this, this was a marketing idea? This is a marketing so idea. Bert, so Bert won't go for circling anybody if there's not a prize involved? Well, that's what I think people are wondering. Would you have brought your sign if you didn't think you had a chance to win Minnesota lottery tickets? Absolutely. Of course you would have. Yes, because right. it's about it, lottery tickets. I mean, it's fun. and sit there and scratch yours on the four-hour drive home. All right, you <laughs> yeah. drive, wife. I'm scratching. That's fine. Right. But... Yeah, uh, still bring a sign. I mean, daughter's first game, you know, just out there with the guys. Circle me, Bert. Have a green belt in your hand. Yes, that's what you do as a Twins fan. Green belt in one hand, your circle me, Bert sign in the other. <laughs> that's an awful swell, that green belt. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I can't. I'll be tasting my first one tomorrow. I'm so excited for it. Now, where are you getting that? Where are you going to get that? Oh, oh you're just going to opening day and you're going to oh, pick yeah. up some green belt. Oh, yeah. I got you. Oh, yeah. I've got Got to do that. I guess. Uh, they have it on tap at uh, the High Life Lounge. Do they? On tap. Yeah, it, it doesn't taste very good. I remember when I found PBR on tap for the first time in a long time, how excited I was. So I guess I, in, a, in a roundabout way, I understand your It's enthusiasm. better out of the bottle, I think. Do you, sir? Yeah. I don't think. Not for me. No. I'm I not. usually like tap. The green belt... I don't know how long that green belt will be. There is a right answer there, Trent, by the way. Uh, The other couple of things, uh, media wise, to get to Dan Patrick is walking away from Sunday Night Football. Mm. They wanted him to commit to five years. Oh, wow. He's 61 years old. Um, I got to think the man has millions, right? I don't know what they're paying him at ESPN, but radio wise and and his empire, Mm -hmm. uh, he's not, uh, um, you know, he's going to be fine. Financially, I would assume for the rest of his life, but he didn't want to commit the five years, and they wanted him to. So um, that relationship is coming to an end, which tells me that Mike Tirico is on a fast track at NBC. He will sit in that chair and just just wait for Al Michaels to say you can have the one upstairs, mm-hmm. and they'll find some probably uh, what's his name Liam Neeson, Liam the guy from the NHL. Um, I think it's Liam something. Young Liam Nielsen's kid. a, a uh, actor. Okay, it's not Liam Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> it's Liam something. You've seen him on the Olympics. You've seen, he does a lot of things. Tiny little dude. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think that's his name. I, well, anyways, uh, Dan Patrick is, because I like him and Dungy and Harrison. That's a mm-hmm. pretty good trio. There's some pretty strong chemistry, I thought, there. You know, Patrick is just, he's just a smart guy. It's 
He's funny, but it's not sticky. Took control of his own brand, Trent, for yes. what I really appreciate about him. And the thing that I really I enjoy his radio show. I enjoy all the things that he does off. But when you mention that five-year deal, you wonder, is he going to finish his career back home, if you will, in ESPN? Well, there and was some talk about that there recently. Was. Him and Oberman getting mm-hmm. the band back together, maybe the 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock for us, mm-hmm. Sports Center. You know, getting those two back together to do something like that. Oberman's been popping up more as he's back with ESPN. Did PTI a couple I weeks saw ago that, yeah. with uh, Kornheiser, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, I, I just, I've had that thought. It's been out there a lot, but I think maybe this even signals more than that. Maybe not this year, maybe a few more years down the line, but wants to have that flexibility if he decides that. Yeah. Let's cap it back at ESPN. Well, he wants to do it. He wants to continue the radio, and and I and I think if if he goes back to ESPN TV, they would want to bring him to ESPN Radio. I'm not sure he's given that up. Right, that brand, that that independent brand that he's mm-hmm. built on his own. Uh, again, full full credit for him for doing that. I I'm, I'm envious uh, of him for doing that. Um, there was one other note. Let me find it. Was a media note that I wanted to talk to you about real quick here. Um, oh, Peyton Manning is turned down. Uh, he's not going to do any football. Which is fine. I, 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 I don't want to run a team or I don't own think a team. Peyton is, would be great on. See, team. when I watch Tony Romo though, Trent, and I yeah. watch Romo the, read the defense in advance of the play being snapped. I mean, Peyton Manning, he knew what you were going to do before you knew what you were going to do. Seemingly, <laughs> right? Um, he was so smart, and just the the innate ability to read defenses. And and look at Romo, how quickly his star rose for that simple fact. I could see Peyton Manning, you know, every bit as good as Romo. Romo, though, doesn't it doesn't feel like he is overly concerned, maybe a little, but overly concerned with ruffling some feathers. I can't see Peyton being that. Fair point. I could see him wanting to be nice to everybody. Fair point. Especially quarterbacks, doesn't want to talk down when something's going bad. Uh-huh. That would be my biggest concern with him in a booth. Excellent point. Yeah, I, you're right. That's something I hadn't thought of. Uh, will he be able to criticize? Can you be critical to right. a former player, to a former Tom Brady makes a – well, he's not going to. So I was going to say Tom Brady's <laughs> going to make a mistake. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, but you're slinging in – as you go to commercial break, it's you slinging Papa John's pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to see that critical nature? Probably not. And, you know, they ended that relationship, too, by the way. Oh, they did? Yeah, he got away from that. Now, I don't know if that had to go back, and this might emphasize your point, when they had the uh, the, the falling out, the NFL and Papa mm-hmm. John's during the season. Um, you know, the NFL brand yeah. is pretty strong, and I don't think Peyton wants to. So I see him in John Elway type of role. With Tennessee. With Tennessee. Uh, that's that's kind of been pointed yeah. and talked about a lot. Right. The Colts thing obviously is filled up, and, you know, that that's not going to be right. there for a while. Do you want to work for Ursay anyway? No. No, I don't think you do. But what don't a forget, Ursay, Ursay tossed him aside. He did. And he did the right thing. He and, did. Know, at the end he of the did. Day, as tough as that was. Right. I mean, to. And luck has not turned out the way know. that it looked like it was going to turn But he's throwing out. the ball again. It was the right move, though. It was the right move. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. They made the right move. Well, you never knew he was going to play again. That right. neck injury was, yes. you know, it was perhaps going to end his career. And you had, there's no guarantees he was going to get on the field. Now we know it ends out, ended up. And, you know, as a Bronco fan, unfortunate for us and that, and that fan base, right? But, uh, 
Yeah, we'll see. So those are the three media notes that I wanted to bring into the equation. Liam McHugh. Liam is McHugh, who you're that's who it is. Garmin is uh, already listening in preparation for his spot coming up. Liam McHugh. He sent that along. Yeah, he's good. I like Liam McHugh. All right. You've seen Liam McHugh. I've never seen no, this guy yeah, before. Yeah, you, you come on. Really? I might have heard him. I, I, this, this, A, the name and the face, I have no recollection. He did a ton of Olympics. He's been the NHL host uh, with Milbury and with Jeremy Roenick and Keith Jones and that trio, the guys between periods setting up the game on the NHL playoffs. Yeah. Uh, no, he's a staple in him. He's a fast riser. Huh. All the Triple Crown coverage, although, I mean, ho- hockey and horse racing, not real high up on your <laughs> right. pantheon of must-watch TV. Those right? are usually things that I catch halfway through. Right. Now, conversely, your partner over here. Yeah, a little. <laughs> dig a little deeper into those pregame shows or uh, pre-race shows, I'm going to guess. Yeah, a little just a tad. We'll get to Andy Garman after this break. He was in Arizona. We will talk to KCCI Sports Director, what he brought back from his time. I know he had a, a great conversation with Joe Madden uh, surrounding his time in the Quad Cities. Oh, really? And just what Madden remembered about it. And, uh, and I thought uh, Andy captured some really good sound. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the team. We'll talk to Andy Garman when we come back. Scott Dockerman at 1240. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you. 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gack and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Center. Texas Roadhouse will be hosting their annual lunch and benefiting Special Olympics Iowa on Thursday, April the 5th at participating locations throughout the state. Come anytime between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to join Special Olympics for a free lunch served by local law enforcement. The organization and officers just ask that you make a donation to Special Olympics when you stop in. Lunch includes pulled pork, a side roll, and a choice of tea, pop, or water. Texas Roadhouse is a longtime partner of Special Olympics Iowa. All donations made during the luncheon will go to support athletes with intellectual disabilities in Iowa. Iowa. Participating locations include Ames, Urbandale, Cedar Rapids, Cedar Falls, Coralville, Davenport, Sioux City, Council Bluffs, and Dubuque. Bring the entire family for a tasty meal and great atmosphere, all in support of special. Howdy, folks. It's me, Colonel Sanders. My KFC $20 fill-up includes a whole bucket of delicious Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, and four flaky biscuits for just $20. It'll feed four people. And it uh, comes with a free bucket. And every time you use that bucket, you'll be reminded of how delicious that meal was. Now that's value. KFC, it's finger-licking good. At participating KFCs for a limited time. Prices may vary. Tax extra. Extra charge for breast piece and side item substitution may apply. Offer includes eight-piece chicken, three large sides, four biscuits. Join the American Lung Association's Fight for Air Climb in downtown Des Moines on April 8th to help fight lung disease. Register today at fightforiowaclimb.org or call 515-309-9507. 
Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi. This is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. just a game for I've seen other teams and it's never the same when you're born in Chicago you're blessed and you're healed the first time you walk into Wrigley Field our heroes wear pinstripes heroes in blue give us the chance to feel like heroes too forever we'll win and if we should lose, we know someday we'll go all the way. Yeah, someday we'll go all the way. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Love that tune, Trent. And I'm not a hardcore fan like our next guest. Yeah. The number of people in our listening audience. But that is so good, isn't it? I am a, a hardcore Pearl Jam fan, and I love Eddie Vedder, though not a Cubs fan. I was in Wrigley a couple years ago at Wrigley Field. And saw him perform that, and uh, I got goosebumps over here. Even as a non-Cubs fan, I'm going to guess Andy Garvin may be the same. You think? Hello, Andy Garvin. Trent and Ken, how are you? Good afternoon, guys. You know, he has not played that song since they won the World Series. Is that right? You know what? I like it. 
he wrote that song as a, as a Cubs anthem, and it's all about Sunday will go all the way, and they won, and he has not played it since. So, uh, but you know what? It puts a big smile on my face every time. I'm I'm firmly in the uh, Trent Condon pro Pearl Jam camp, and mm-hmm. and you know I'm a Cubs fan. So it was like uh, you know it, it was like the meeting of of the best things possible for that yeah no no question and i love the tune as well well let's get to your trip to uh to arizona spring training you know you all the stuff you sent back and don't get me wrong it was good and it was appreciated the joe madden quad cities sound bites uh, and the uh, uh what you were able to to uh, the questions and then as as willing as he was to open up about his time there i i guess i didn't realize how meaningful that was to the cub skipper you know i've talked to him uh, a couple of times uh, and every time I bring up Iowa, he brings up something like that. I remember when I was there three years ago, uh, in the first time I'd ever had an interview with him, I was sitting at a press conference, and you know the Chicago beat writers are asking questions or whatever, and, and I just kind of piped up and I said, Hey, Joe, uh, we came down here from Des Moines to talk about the Iowa Cubs. He goes, Oh, Des Moines, Iowa, Jeremy Hellickson territory. And he went into two and a half minutes about Jeremy Hellickson pitching for him when he was with Tampa. Uh, so he's just a really knowledgeable guy, but you know he didn't have a ton of playing experience. Uh, but but obviously to him, his experience in uh, in the Quad Cities was meaningful, and and that was another one. By the way, I didn't ask him about Iowa. I had asked him about. I mean, I asked him about what they want from the farm system, and and we had just kind of talked about other things. And the interview was over. Everybody was done, and and then Joe, Joe just kind of looks at me and goes. Yeah, Jeremy Ellickson territory. Let me tell you what. <laughs> that over in Bettendorf, and he just unleashed this two and a half minutes of of a you know a, a song about how much he enjoyed his time in the Quad Cities, and it's one of the best ballparks he's ever been to. That one there, right by the river, and how much he enjoyed his time there, and and Carl's place or something, yeah. you know, some bar <laughs> that he was going to. I mean, and that's what is that thirty thirty five yeah. years ago, and he's just and it was not. It was completely genuine. It was not forced at all. It was just fun. That's part of the reason why people love covering Joe Madness because you just, honestly, God, don't know where it's going to go. So, uh, and in that case, it was a perfect situation where it was just kind of this, you know, kind of love letter to the Quad City. Mm. So uh, Joe Madden, 64, he certainly seems younger than that, seems spry, but mm-hmm. there has been some speculation that he's certainly not going to be around for another decade, anything like that. Around him, you mentioned the stories that are long there. Could you see a scenario where Cubs win and win another World Series this season that he decides to hang it up? Could you envision that, or you still think he's got plenty of baseball before you need to start thinking that way? Well, I hadn't thought about it. I mean, I could certainly see it because he's just wired differently, and and I could see him being like, hey, you know what? I've had fun. I'm done. I want to go do whatever. But the flip side to that is he hadn't been managing that long. You know, he's a baseball lifer, but until Tampa gave him a shot, he was, you know, resigned to being a coach, to being a bench coach or whatever. So he doesn't have that much manager mileage on him, just the stint in Tampa and the stint in Chicago. So, uh, you know, it, it, the stories you hear about Joe Madden are all true, uh, that he's just kind of an interesting guy. I took a picture of the player parking lot when I was in Mesa. And, man, there's a Mercedes SUV and there's a Bentley and there's, you know, all these incredible tricked out vehicles that all these players drive and then at the end is what can only be described as the family truckster from national influence vacation <laughs> and that 70 station wagon is what he drives yeah. and i went to the world series in chicago 
he drove to Wrigley Field in a painted van, like a van that had a Western scene painted on the sides from the 70s. Like, he just, he's just different. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, Andy Garman, sports director, KCCI, is our guest. Andy, who did you see pitch? Did you see Chatwood? I'm anxious if you did to get mm-hmm. kind of a report on him because I think, you know, anytime you get a guy that is that spent some time in Colorado and maybe didn't get the most out of his abilities there, I think you have to give these guys, former Rockies, a chance just because of the, you know, the thin air out in the Mile High City. Did you see him? And what uh, what were you, what did you come away with? If so, I. I did see him. He pitched in the exhibition or the, the, the spring training game that we saw uh, at Sloan Park. And to me, what was impressive was, man, he was just all business. There was not a whole lot of flash or flair. It was get up there and get it over the plate and get the outs. Uh, and the, the people that I talked to in the Cubs organization are extremely high on him because he, to them, he's one of those BOFs uh, team overlooked jewels you know you look at his numbers and they're not all that great but the cubs people are quick to point out if you look at his numbers away from coors field uh his numbers are really good and maybe it was just a a simple fact that he never really got acclimated to pitching in that situation which we know is you know it may be the most difficult place to pitch in in baseball uh so they think they've got a steal in in him and you know, and and so we'll see. I saw him. I saw John Lester throw a minor league game, uh, and then I saw some bullpen guys too. And uh, you know, Cubs look—they look pretty good, and they look pretty relaxed, which is you know kind of an interesting vibe to see. It's a—it's a vibe from whatever two, three years ago. You know, it just has a different feel to it than it did last year. So now this team expectations thrust upon them, though they've dealt with them the last couple of years, hasn't sure. proved to be an overly big deal. What could go wrong? What what would be the thing that maybe even leads them not to win the division and have to be a wild card team? Because I think that's still the floor for this team. Outside of strictly injuries, what could go wrong? I mean, that's the number one thing is injuries. Uh, because the reality is the Cubs have stacked up a lineup mm-hmm. that is one player proof. So if you have Kyle Schwarber have a terrible offensive season like he did last year, the lineup can persevere. You've got Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo back-to-back in the lineup, but then you follow those guys up. You've got an Ian Happ. You've got uh, Schwarber. You've got plenty of pop. You know, uh, Javi Baez certainly has plenty of pop. Uh, they've got guys up and down the lineup. Ben Zobrist, you never know where he's going to start in the lineup and what kind of damage he could do. He's a World Series MVP. You know, so they have got guys that they can withstand a – Anthony Rizzo has a terrible offensive year. You know, I mean, they won the World Series, and Jason Hayward batted whatever awful number he batted all year. He was basically just a right fielder without a bat. So they have that. And I think their pitching lineup is solid. You know, Lester and Hendricks and uh, Quintana and, and Hugh Darvish, obviously. And I think they've got, they've got everything they need to be in position. I think what is going to end up mattering is, are they the healthiest? Team when you get to October. That's what I see derailing this team. I don't see anything short of that, keeping them from winning the Central. Uh, Addison Russell, does he bounce back disappointing year in and yeah. out of the lineup? Uh, 95, two years ago, RBI, cut that in half last year. What kind of year for him? I think a much better year. He had a lot of off-field issues yep. last year, uh, personal issues that uh, were certainly uh, distracting. And I think, you know, a lot of those guys struggled last year with 
handling the pressure of repeating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that's a lot of this year. There's a lot of water off the ducks' back. Those guys are a little more relaxed and, and confident in their roles. And I'll tell you, the guy who really impressed me at spring training was Ian Happ. Uh, he is physically different. Uh, he's changed his body physique a little bit. He's trimmed up. He's shortened up part of his swing. And his mindset is totally different. He's very open in my conversation with him about how a year ago he was very excited, but he didn't know where he's going to fit. Where am I going to be? How am I going to be a part of this? This year he knows he's, he's a Chicago Cub. He knows he's in a lineup. And there's a calm and a confidence that has taken over him. You know, Madden went into February not knowing who his leadoff guy is. And now I think we all know Ian Happ is going to be the guy at the top of the lineup, uh, you know, until either somebody else takes that spot from him or, or he decides just to shake it up just to be different. So uh, you told your bosses you were going down there for the Iowa Cubs. So what did you right. find out about the I-Cubs? Who are, who are some of the names? I know you look at the top prospect list for the Cubs. Still, it's a lot of arms, which is different than what right. we saw before. But they're also younger arms. At the AAA level, who are some names we're going to see and maybe even see later in the season that are going to be part of the big league plans? Well, I'll tell you, a guy uh, that we thought was going to be a stalwart was Victor Caratini. Mm-hmm. And he played so well in Mesa that he made the team. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Jimenez, who was the backup catcher who was uh, Hugh Darvish's personal catcher in Texas, uh, is going to start the year at Iowa. Uh, you know, there's a guy named David Bodie who's been in the organization for several years and has been kind of methodically working his way up the lineup, uh, up the, the, the minor league lineup. Uh, I expect to see him a lot in Des Moines. I think he's a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, and, and then there's Ephraim Navarro as a guy who's a first baseman uh, who certainly showed a lot of pop in spring training. The problem with being a first baseman in the Cubs organization is just <laughs> yeah. like being a third baseman. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it, it actually – it's different than that because Rizzo is the only guy that doesn't move around. And Brian will Excellent. play some in the outfield. Yeah. You know, Rizzo is the only guy that's camped at his spot. So it's, it's a little bit like Dan Vogelbach uh, from whatever that was two years ago. You get him up to here, and then you realize, hey, there's a, there's a brick wall in front of you, you know. But so I, those guys will be interested in. The Strizny uh, was a guy who won a World Series ring with the Cubs out of the bullpen uh, a couple years ago. He will be back with the Iowa Cubs. Uh, and, and I think we'll just see a lot of we'll see a lot of new guys this year, which will be very interesting. I did talk, by the way, with Taylor Davis, who is just one of my favorite uh, athletes. He's the catcher mm-hmm. uh, for the Iowa Cubs, who became, you know, internet viral with his staring contests with the camera last year that the Cubs put together and put out on Twitter, and it went uh, crazy huge. He'll be there, uh, and he'll be uh, playing with Jimenez uh, at the catcher position. So. There's some good guys there, some good arms, and, and I think the hope is when you have a great major league team, you usually have a pretty good AAA team because you got guys that, that can't crack the lineup. Uh, the hope is maybe this year that will be the case in Iowa. There will be a lot of guys who, will be, who would be major leaguers someplace else but just aren't better than Bryant, Rizzo, and Zopris up above uh, Andy, we'll let you go on this. Uh, two years ago, they won 103 games. Last year, fell to 92, still won the division, did so comfortably mm-hmm. by six games. Do they break 100 wins this year? Well, you know, I think I saw an over-under yesterday. It was like 95, and I'd go over 95 but under 100. Mm-hmm. I just think 100 is a, is such a huge number. Uh, that, that The difference between that and 99 is one game, but, man, it feels like it's the Grand Canyon. 
so I would put them 98-99 wins. I think they win the division again. And, and although I think they're pushed a little bit this year, you know, I think Do you? Uh, Milwaukee is going to be much better. Obviously, I think the Brewers will be an interesting team to watch this year. Uh, you know, and I'm curious. I'm always curious about what happens in St. Louis. I'm not sure that they're good enough to win the division, but I think they're good enough to make it interesting. And people in Mesa had one eye on Cincinnati for some reason. I don't get it. Uh, that, that they think that, that they've got talent kind of bubbling up that maybe we're overlooking. So, I don't know. When I was down there, I felt like I saw uh, an NLCS preview with the Giants uh, in a game at Scottsdale Stadium, and then I saw a game against the Brewers that could easily be a, a division playoff game. Uh, I think there's going to be some good talent this year, but I, I still think the Cubs are – uh, better than almost anybody in, in the National League. I think you've got to put them in the discussion with the Dodgers and with the uh, Nationals as kind of the three favorites in the National League. Top of my list, that's where you'll find them. Uh, we shall see. Andy, great stuff. Uh, enjoyed your stuff from Arizona. Keep it up. We will uh, talk to you in the weeks to come. Thank you, Andy Garman. Hey, thanks a lot. Let me take two seconds and say we're doing a half-hour show uh, a week from today at Principal Park. We'll have a lot more stuff there, so please check that out. Good stuff. Count on it. Thank you, Andy. All right. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Andy Garman, KCCI uh, Sports Director, Andy Garman. We will take a timeout. Scott Dockerman, land the 10 Hawkeye fans. Uh, your team is in the spotlight next. John Walters, 115 on Iowa State. Brian Walton on the Cardinals before we're out of here at 2. Trent Connor and myself on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Hey, honey, I'm going to the chicken coop to watch the tournament. Whoa, wait a minute. Our team didn't make the tournament. Yeah, but, you know, my second favorite team did. Oh, really? And who's that? Um, um, the... Let me guess. You're in a pool again, aren't you? A couple of them, yeah. Gotta go. Bye. It's tournament time, baby. No need to flip channels to watch the game. The Chicken Coop has all the games from every network on every TV. The Chicken Coop, serious about food, serious about the tournament. On March 31st, more than 300 riders on horseback from across the state of Iowa will deliver donations to Easter Seals Camp Sunnyside in Des Moines. In the 50-year history, the group has donated more than $10 million to support Easter Seals Iowa and Camp Sunnyside. The community is invited to welcome the riders into Camp Sunnyside at 3 p.m. on the 31st of March. Easter Seals Iowa provides exceptional service to ensure all people with disabilities or special needs and their families have equal opportunity to live, learn, work, and play in their communities. For more information on Easter Seals Iowa or on the Pony Express ride, visit www.easterseelsia.org.
individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. A list of things that will let you down today. Your alarm clock, C-Store coffee, public transportation, the office elevator, the sandwich you packed for lunch, the fifth floor printer, your cell phone battery, the shoelace you swore you double-knotted, your hard drive, your backup hard drive, and, of course, the weather. Brighten your day with something you can actually count on. GoToMeeting is the easy-to-use collaborative meeting tool that 18 million monthly users trust to help them get work done. To learn more about how you can meet better, visit GoToMeeting.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back 
It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Let's get right to it. Scott Dockerman, Land at 10. Boy, him and Bobby Legesso over there pumping out the content every single day, at least once a day. They were at Pro Day, met some, a couple of coaches yesterday. The Hawkeyes gave the Iowa media an opportunity to watch 25 or 30 minutes of practice today. And let's start there. Scott uh, Trenton, Ken, thank you, as always, for coming on uh, and sharing your insights with us. Uh, you were at practice this morning, which was great that you at least got to see some of it um you, give me one of your two of your biggest takeaways from what you were allowed to see this morning doc yeah it's uh it was interesting i mean i try to go you know see as much as i could out of each position group and and i guess the one thing that stands out to me the most and is uh just the physicality of what they do in some of these you know uh drills and, and unless you're up front up close and see it and feel it you can hear the the cracks and, and everything. And I would say, you know, in some of those drills, which were, you know, three on three, you know, two defensive linemen against two offensive linemen and a linebacker and a, and a tight end. And, and so I really wanted to try to watch some of the linebackers and, uh, you know, against some of the offensive linemen. And I mean, it was nasty physical. Uh, and what I, you know, saw was, you know, some, some good things from the linebackers and some other things that, you know, you might be a little bit concerned with, but again, it's one drill. We didn't get a chance to see a whole lot. You know, they didn't have, any team portion, so you can't gleam anything from there. But, but you know, really, they got after it, and this is going to be a physical football team once again. Well, the uh, quarterback position certainly is set with Nathan Stanley at the front, but an early enrollee as Petrus is in there, and uh, looked like he was number four, at least in terms of getting reps here, but your first chance of actually seeing him on a football field up close and personal, uh, just your reaction on the incoming true freshman. You know he's got a live arm, and it's it's right it's right there with with Nate Stanley. I mean, both wow. of those two have, an, you know, two of the strongest arms that I've seen here at Iowa. So, uh, you know, <laughs> they're going to go down the field when one of them's in the game, and obviously it'll be Nate Stanley. But, uh, but you know, I was impressed by what I saw just in limited amount. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to say. you know I really can't wait till the spring game so we get a chance to really take it in and see what they could do in live game situations, but. Um, you know, it's right now Peyton Manzel, though, is, is the number two. Uh, I talked to Stanley about both of them yesterday. And, you know, Petrus had never practiced under center before. So that's a completely foreign concept for him. And it's going to take him a long time to, to get used to that. And, uh, you know, but, you know, Peyton Manzel, it was more of a dual threat guy who can run and pass. And I think he's elevated himself into that number two role. And, um, you know, but I think looking down the road, you know, Stanley's healthy. He's the guy. He's the guy this year. He's the guy next year. But it could be quite a competition between two different styles uh, down the road in a couple of years. We'll get to pro day in a moment, Doc. What about the running back position today from what you saw? What uh, Obviously a major concern, I would think, that that's not uh, unfair to say a major concern at this point because of the fact we just don't know, right, what's, what's going to happen and who's going to be the primary ball carrier. We might think we know, but how will they perform? What have you seen out of the running back position today? Boy, there's there's only four guys there, and I think that's the biggest concern is depth. I mean, how do you how do you you know when you have a brand new bunch of linebackers, how do you gauge how they can compete when you really can't afford to you know hit and maybe even hurt a running back? I mean, you know, Torin Young, I think is you know he's, he's a big physical guy. We saw him a little bit last year. We know what he's all about. He's going to be the main workload guy, but then also Ivory Kelly Martin. Uh, very quick, uh, you know. So they really have a, a you know, they're they're 
two different types of running backs. I think they've got a good chance to, to really share the workload. Uh, Keyshawn Bryan, you know, just in, you know, briefly again in drills, looked okay. And then they moved Cameron Harrell there, who is now on his third position <laughs> since he came to campus last year. He was a wide receiver at times, defensive back. Now he's a running back. And really, it's more of a body thing. And, and Toxa Ken Rabate, who had a medical uh, surgery last year, um, was at practice, was not in uniform, was was standing or you know was was there and you know in the drill work. And he would be a real nice get if they could get him back. But I just don't know that you can count on that. You know, he's he's had some serious and medical issues. But you know, going into the the summer and the fall, I mean, you got you got to figure that at least one of the the true freshman is going to be contending for playing time, whether that's Henry Guile or, or you know, maybe a, you know, a, the uh, uh, Tyrone Tracy from, you know, he's kind of a dual threat guy out of uh, Indianapolis or, uh, oh, the, the other Simpson Evans, you know, from the Chicagoland area. So I still have some concerns about that interior of the offensive line. Sounds like you guys didn't get to see any 11-on-11 drills, but did you see anything up front there? What was going on? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, and just in that three-on-three, which was just, I I mean, it's hard, again, unless you're up close to to really understand how physical it is. I mean, they look the part. Um, You know, I I would say, you know, watching, you know, Keegan Render, I think, is going to be a solid player. I mean, you know, James Daniels is going to be a first-round pick. So how do you, you you just can't replicate that. But, you know, uh, Levi Paulson wasn't participating in, in practice today. We don't know you know, the extent of why he wasn't, but Landon Paulson was there, and he was he looked pretty good. There was one play where he really just laid the wood to Christian Welch. And uh, so, you know, they've got, you know, guys there. It's just how consistent, how good. I mean, you're replacing a four-year starter, Sean Welch. You're replacing a first-round draft pick in James Daniels. How can those guys step in and compete? And we just we won't know that answer for a long time. We won't really know it officially until September and beyond. But at this point, they at least have the size and skill to, to compete there. Uh, Scott Dockerman is our guest, Land at 10, where you can read Doc and Bobby Legess, his colleague. To the defensive side of the ball, the linebacker, question mark as well, having to replace all three. Christian Welsh has been getting a lot of ink, both in Central Iowa and, of course, on the eastern side of the state as well. Did you have an opportunity to watch any uh, any of them going through the paces here today? Yeah, I really focused on them and in, in the drills. And, uh, you know, he, he won some battles, he lost some battles. And uh, I wrote about that him today, and, as well as uh, the, the position itself. And uh, there was one play, you know, where he just got smoked by Landon Paulson. I mean, it was Pancake City. And then, but then after that, then there was, uh, you know, a couple plays. He went against uh, Mark Kallenberger, who looked apart, looked really good, very physical, and he won one of them. Um, you know, the guy that I've probably seen – just briefly that, but I really like, and I've heard a lot of good things about is Amani Jones. You know, he's, he's the biggest of the bunch, you know, he's six foot two thirty eight, and really physical quick. I think he wins a spot there. I think he wins at least a weak side or middle one of the two, um, you know, but Aaron men's, you know, is, is physical and explosive. Jack Hockaday was really smacking people today. So I, I think this is going to be a one heck of a good competition to watch. I don't think they're going to have any answers until at the earliest midway through camp. But I think, you know, none of the four have a start. Uh, but I think they're, they're in a better position maybe than they were a couple of years ago when, when Morris Hitchens and Kirksey all left the team uh, because I think they were in a really rough spot then. So uh, a lot of those answers are out there. 
the punter spot uh, comes out. You got Gersande, who had an injury last season. You know, Iowa field position, all these adages that we talk about so much, Doc. But Gersande, how big leap of a forward do you think he can make? And with the healthy season, how could, good can he be back there? Uh, I think he'd be a lot better than what they had last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, which isn't saying much, I know, but uh, you know, he uh, he averaged, I think, you know, in his punts, he averaged uh, forty-two and a half yards a kick. That is pretty good. That's what you want out of your punter. Um, you know, the problem is, I think he had a back injury, but he was punting today. Um, you know, I mean, I wasn't measuring distance or anything. I, you know, I punting is probably last one. The things I really, really judge when it comes to that, but you know, I do think he's he's an improvement. And, uh, you know, in a ground acquisition team like Iowa, one that prides itself on being physical, you need a punter because every time, you know, you're adding a, you're forcing the offense to, to add or subtract a first down on every possession if you have a good one. And I think that's, um, you know, he, he's the guy that I think that they, they like there. They've scholarshiped him. If he could stay healthy, and, you know, he can be the guy. And I think he'll be a big improvement over what they had last year and, and one of the better ones they've had in recent memory. Uh, Doc, we got uh, 90 seconds left. Couple, uh, let's get to pro day real quick. Um, look, we know, and I'm with you. Daniels and Jewel are both going to be first rounders. Um, the third Hawkeye off the board is the interesting one to me, and that's going to be Josie Jewel. It's just a matter of when. Uh, what did you see from him on Monday, and what are you hearing? You did an extensive piece uh, at Land Attend on uh, all of the mocks, etc., and what you're hearing. Uh, what about Josie Jewel? I think he can go as high as the second round, and I don't think. He- he gets out of the third. I, I, I mean, I've seen some that have had him in the fifth round, and I've seen some that have him high second. I think he's a second-day guy, second or third round. Um, you know, in, in Indianapolis, he had two meetings, with uh, da- one with Dallas, one with Detroit. Detroit had multiple scouts there. Um, you know, Josie had, you know, a really good workout in Indianapolis, except for his 40 time. His 40 time was much improved. Uh, the other day, and so I mean, I, I don't put a lot of stock into it, but I put a little bit. You know that he ran a four six eight after a four eight two in, in uh, Indianapolis, and I so I think he's a, I think he's the third guy off the board for sure. I think he's that Friday night type of guy, and it's going to be a matter of what team loves him. You know, somebody's going to look at him and go, you know what, we want this guy. This guy's everything we want in a football player. So I kind of think he gets in the second round that way. Because, you know, kind of like with Pat Angerer, who, uh, you know, is a similar type of player, I think he's that guy. I think he's that, that somebody, you know, and I'm leaning to Detroit, but mm. Detroit probably says, you know what, we got to get this guy in our team. You know, he's the type of leader we want, you know, brings physicality. Um, you know, you're almost like bringing in a 30-year-old guy you know, in a, in a 23-year-old body. So I, I think he goes second round. Mm. By the way, Doc, I heard yesterday, it's fait accompli that uh, Jack Campbell is going to be a Hawkeye, the Cedar Falls linebacker. will pick Iowa uh, on uh, on Saturday when he makes his decision. Are you hearing the same thing real quick? Yeah, I have. I've heard that that's where he's leaning, you know, and, and you know, it's going to be between Iowa and Iowa State. He's going to be a good player. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I've heard more Iowa, but, Sometimes you just don't know until they actually pull the hat out of the bag or whatever. So I, I, but I do expect him. I think he'll be a Hawkeye. Out of time, Doc. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Scott Doctorman.
Thank you so much. Good Appreciate to talk it. to you. Land at 10 is where you can read Doc and Bobby Lejess. Quick time out, 1 o'clock hour coming up next. John Walters on the Cyclones 115, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Ready for some mouth-watering, slow-smoked meats, homemade sides, and made-from-scratch desserts? Witch's Smoking Barbecue and Brew serves all of their meats fresh from the pit, Texas-style. But once they sell out for the day, they are out for the day. Located on the west side of busy Highway 17 in Luther, Iowa. Online at witchesmokingbbq.com. Witch's Smoking Barbecue and Brew. If it's legal, they'll smoke it. Come on out for lunch, dinner, and drinks. Plenty of room for big groups, great option for kids, and outdoor seating available. Come out and join them on the patio this spring for some great barbecue. Witch is smoking barbecue and brew on the west side of busy Highway 17 in Luther. Catering and takeout options available. Online at witchesmokingbbq.com. Witchesmokingbbq.com. Witch is smoking barbecue and brew is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Witch is smoking gift certificates for only $25. That's a sweet deal. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 a.m. at 1700kbgg.com. Why do we call it small business? Why not agile business, nimble business, dance circles around the big bulky behemoths business? UMA Office, the small business phone solution, has a virtual receptionist to direct calls to the right extension and a mobile app to help you answer while away from the office. About all that's small really is the price, starting at only $19.95 a month. Visit UMA.com, that's O-O-M-A, or call 866-649-9377 to find out more. UMA, the phone your small business deserves. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. 